Hello, welcome to another Soil Wealth and Integrated Crop Protection podcast. This time we are documenting a compost project by Ausveg South Australia, funded by Natural Resources Adelaide and Mount Lofty Ranges. The project is called Horticulture Sustainable Ag Program Soils in Action, and I hit the dusty Virginia roads with agricultural consultant Dr Doris Blasing to speak with the people involved. You'll hear from the growers, Anthony Dieso and Dave Van Dang, about their motivation and expectations. Then we'll speak with Jared O'Reilly from the compost supplier, Pete's, about their story. And I'll give you a rough idea of the trial design and what it is we're measuring. But first, we'll hear from the CEO of Odsveg SA, who are at the helm of this project. And please bear with me through the wind noise. I'm Jordan Brooke Burnett and uh, this trial basically came about because we wanted to have a look at use of compost and advanced soil amendments, some of the new biological products that are coming through and just teach the growers or provide an example of better nutrient budgeting because right now it's more, more art than science up here. We wanted to display or demonstrate how it could be done using soil tests each season and how that will lead to better plant nutrition outcomes and also save money and time for the growers. Farming is a cultural phenomenon, of course, adding several layers of complexity to the adoption of new practices and inputs. In Virginia, there are many growers of Vietnamese background who have been growing vegetables here for generations. A young grower from that community involved in this project not only has to contend with difficult climactic conditions, but with the firmly entrenched opinions of the older generation. Van Dai Dang, Penfield Gardens, uh, trialing peat soils compost. Definitely tried it before. Uh, I believe it's definitely great for the soil, just in believing uh, in the biology that grows underneath the soil, the heart of, you know, um, of what you're doing. So definitely that's the start-off point when it comes to farming. You've got to put love into the soil and that's the main, that's what makes everything grow. And you're trying to make that as strong as it can before you plant. Always had like a theory, it's like a fish tank. You've got to build up that bacteria before you introduce the fish because if you introduce them straight away, it's like you stress them out and they, and they die. Same thing with plant. If the ground's not great, too acidic, or the, the elements in the ground are not balanced, that will definitely affect the plant as well in its growth. The soil that we have in um, Penfields is very sandy, clay when it gets wet. So once adding that compost, it adds good structure. It gets a lot of air in there. And um, in my original group, I've tried it over like maybe three applications of the soil. I've started to see like a lot more growth in um, worms numbers have taken up as well. But just general health of the soil just looks a lot more. Um, how did I say, more organic, a little more better. Yeah, life. It looks a little more live. No one could put it better than that, even if it is a little more art than science. It's clear that Day is already sold on using compost for soil health. He's hoping that this project will provide evidence that he can take to his elders. To see this compost, just showing the data statistics behind it, just mm. so I can have it in like, you know, to show my parents, because I've done it in my group, I've got slightly better yields and whatnot, but it's just good to have all that data backing it up as well. Another motivated grower is taking part in the trial from an Italian cultural heritage, a community that has also been living and growing here for a long time. Here's a conversation we had in the welcome shade of an olive tree windbreak next to his vegetable beds. We're here at Anthony Diezo's. Did I pronounce that correctly? Uh, close enough. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Uh, the easiest way to pronounce it is the Aussie way, so just say the letter D, the letter S and the letter O all together really quickly. Just say DSO. DSO. What got you involved in this? What are your goals? So my goals is to continue on 
as a vegetable grower. And what I mean by that is to continually learn. So when the compost trial came my way, that's something that we had never done before. So I've heard good things about compost. So I thought, you know what, if the opportunity's there, I might give it a crack. And if I can improve um, our growing and farming, then why not? What will you look for when you say improve? What will you be looking out for for the compost to do? What do you think it can achieve? Well, I'm hoping that it can actually teach me what it can achieve. What I'm hoping is that we've got a salinity issue. I'm hoping that maybe it can help with that. I'm also interested in seeing that the structure of the plant to see how that adapts to having compost in the soil. And perhaps that can improve the overall appearance and the rate of growth. Yeah, just hoping to see if it can improve production overall. Sounds good. We'll talk more about Anthony's salinity issue later. For now, let's talk about the compost generously donated to the trials. Okay, I'm Jared O'Reilly from Pete's Soil and Garden Supplies. So we compost here in South Australia. Uh, we're up at Wollonga as our head office. We've also got a site down at Langhorn Creek, which covers all the vineyards around there. Also the Mallee, we go right through to the potato growers and onion growers and Broadacre through there. And also from there down to the southeast. So we cover that way. Um, and then we've got a site out here at Dublin, which covers Virginia and also Broadacre farming. Rossa Valley, some of the best wine regions in the world, use, all use our compost, which is brilliant. We've been involved with, in regards to this trial, we've been uh, a major sponsor of Ausveg South Australia for four years, and they've been fantastic, um, giving us a lot of headway into horticulture. It's probably been our biggest growth region in the last four years. I guess the main reason for using compost is to put in carbon and organic matter into the soil. Terrific for water holding capacity, also for nutrient retention. So that's what we're mainly targeting. We're not really targeting and putting nutrient in to grow the crop when promoting good soil structure to grow the crop, which is critical not just for this crop, but crops coming along, you know, the next two or three rotations as well. The other thing that we really love to do is add in a lot of different organic amendments. Pete's are working with growers on a lot of innovative soil amendments, engineering products with very specific applications and nutrients. The trial itself is pretty straightforward with minimal risk and disruption to these working farms. Two compost blends have been used and will be incorporated over two areas with a third area of the same size treated as per normal as a control. The soil will be tested in all plots before and after the trial and plant testing will be undertaken to monitor and manage plant nutrition. Dave Van Dang will be growing greenhouse cucumbers and Anthony DSO will be growing kale and two of his blocks have had soil moisture monitoring equipment installed. Let's head back there now to talk salinity. So the salinity issue hit us not long after Christmas. Essentially what would happen is that the kale would just start going yellow. So I went from selling over 2,000 bunches a week to now cutting back to barely 200 a week. I decided to get some tissue samples done with my agronomist. And yeah, it came back that my kale crop has seven parts more sodium than what it should. And then from that, we thought, well, let's get the water tested straight off the bat and I'm over 2,200 parts per million in my irrigation water of salt. So I've been left with a bit of a problem. <laughs> um, and the problem is that my water um, over summer because of lack of rain um, and I'm guessing the bore getting hammered by every, every other grower as well because there's been no rain has become incredibly salty. Essentially what ended up being the easiest plant in the world to grow, which is kale. It doesn't taste good, I'm just letting everyone know, but it's a superfood <laughs> to grow. Um, has now turned into like the worst <laughs> experience of my life growing crop. And you've showed us around here and it is pretty devastating. 
uh, and kale is delicious also. So <laughs> what we will learn uh, is more about the nutrition when using compost and about soil structure improvement. So we're going to have a, uh, a workshop at the end so you can learn more about what we actually learned together on the different farms. That was Dr. Doris Blasing. Keep an eye on our website, soilwealth.com.au, and our Facebook page for updates, and don't hesitate to get in touch. The Compost Trial is a project funded by Natural Resources Adelaide and Mount Lofty Ranges via Ausveg SA, and Soil Wealth and Integrated Crop Protection is funded by Hort Innovation using the Vegetable Research and Development Levy and funds from the Australian Government. I'll leave you with a word of warning from our friend Aussie Kev about intergenerational farming. But if the old man goes crazy, then go A and then B. It's not a good outcome. And we had to prove to Anthony DSO how tasty his kale really is. So these are fine. Mm. These haven't been sprayed. I've used beneficials. Fantastic. They look fabulous. Those are the taste. They're salty. They're going to be really salty. Yeah, actually. Salt. Is it? It's got to be a salt. You guys are brave. Yeah. <laughs>